0: Welcome to the Happy Rant Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always in studio by Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin and Big R Baby. Um, I, I'm guessing one of the hard things about the holidays for you is how the conference season kind of takes a little hiatus during the holidays. So are you are you back home? And if you're back home, are you are you happy in that?
1: Yeah, no, I'm back home. The conference okay. season is definitely taking a high eight. Baby, and, I'm sorry. Uh, That's tough, yeah, man. I know. Well, I mean, we, yeah, we're good.
0: all dealing with stuff over the holidays, you know.
1: It's tough. You know, it's uh, the you know, everybody has their depressions, and uh, for mm. me, it's it's coming off the road for this month, but it's a good thing because mm. I because uh, I'm a, I'm a lover of all things holiday, and yeah. uh, I was going to say it,
2: it it is the most wonderful time of the year, especially for you. So if there's a time to not be on the road, it's now. I mean, imagine if it was like February and you couldn't be at a
1: conference, you would just well, you just uh, curl up and die. What are we animals? I have a no road policy from mid November through to January, so I I do not do any travel.
0: Wow. Baby, wow, a whole like month and a half. That's incredible. Does, does that That's include a, traveling so
2: to to visit relatives? <laughs> like no travel. So you are just you are at home. You are a, an utter
1: homebody. For I seven do not travel. Weeks. Like I yeah, I do not get on a plane. And
0: wow, uh, I, I'm home. Now, yeah. So let me I, let me let me see if I'm understanding this. So for like a month and a half, you live like most people do normally.
1: I mean, uh, uh, baby, a lot of people travel. There's a lot of business guys that travel. I'm not the only guy that <laughs> travels.
0: I mean, let's be business guys and church planters. You know, that's that's really who's on those planes in the, in the middle of the. That's week. That's
1: all it is. Know? It's just it's just me with a bunch of guys with suits and then a bunch of guys that look like Dude, it's, a bu-
0: it's a bunch of guys. It's a bunch of hipsters and a bunch of guys in suits. Now, do they divvy the plane accordingly? Like, do they put all the suit guys in one section and all the church planters in the other? Yeah, they put us on the right. All spending their organization's massive travel budgets. Fun that so. out, however you want, baby. They put us on the right, and then on the left. Oh, sure, I see. I you know? see. No, I like it. I like it.
1: I mean, unless uh, I'm with, uh, unless I'm with a Pastorix, and then they'll 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 sit me next to her on the left.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I, and I, I'm sure the conversations are. Uh, are are amazing when you two suss out the the theology of such things. But oh,
1: they're insightful. Yeah, they're really, yeah, really I, brilliant. They're really insightful, and uh, there's no no ar- no arguing. Everything no, is absolutely. just uh everything is yeah. just nice and calm, and and uh, you know f- fleshing out our various you know disagreements and you know theological views. It's it's baby. Really, so since really you've fun. been
0: back in Ashland for a minute, um, have you noticed like the the population of the town changing at all? Oh, I mean, my god, the are, whole are town there, has
1: changed. Right? Are there the any seismic
0: shifts happening in, in Ashland? Any it's new like people the, in your neighborhood? Anything like it's that? It's like the town just changes overnight. I mean, you're gone a month or
1: seven, you come back, and it's all different.
0: Maybe it surprises you. It never ceases to surprise, like this program never ceases to surprise. So, uh, boys, we have many things to discuss, but uh, one of which is uh, our lifelong sponsor, loyal sponsor, NOAA Events Venues. So, Piper, lay that on us. Lifelong sponsor that
2: that sounds much like that almost sounds like a burden to bear more than an opportunity. I feel like no, it's like that, that sort of that, that sort of commitment to a sponsor is, you know, those are those are heavy things. So, yeah, our first sponsor is Noah Event Venue. Uh, you've heard about them, listeners. If you are a church who is looking for a place to meet for whatever reason, uh, Noah Event Venue has buildings with meeting spaces in most major metro areas across the country. If you go to noaheventvenue.com slash church, so that's Noah, just the name, not Noah's. It's not possessive. It's not plural. Just com slash church. You can see where they're located, what the amenities are they offer. I like the word amenities. It makes it sound almost more like a hotel, like what Ronnie's mm. used to than a church meeting <laughs> space. Um, we actually had a listener who, who went to a wedding reception at a NOAA event venue and said, boys, it's everything you dreamed of and more. It is... Wow. It's beautiful High and classy right and lovely. There. So we have a listener review for Noah Event Venue saying they're pretty spectacular. Um, he did say, I think he said there was, it was light on the foliage and the the bronze busts and the various other decorations. So churches, you'll have to bring those yourself. But go to noaheventvenue.com slash church. You can check, all, check, check out all the amenities, all the services, all the meeting spaces, all the parking spaces, Ronnie, that's for you, uh, that they offer at any place across the country
0: sweet that is sweet and piper am i right in thinking that we have a a second sponsor for the week you are right we have a second sponsor and this is waterbrook (laughs) Multnomah is back with us i just didn't want to roll from one into the other
2: i know i was like well team me up ted this is this is you're you're the point guard here yeah that's right on the wing
0: that's good radio that's good radio right there
2: So Water Book is sponsoring the show as well, and they are coming to the listeners with a book called Holy Sexuality and the Gospel by Christopher Yuan. Um, If listeners aren't familiar with Christopher Yuan, he he has been one of the most sort of faithful and outspoken, same-sex attracted authors, celibate Christians in the vein of like a Wesley Hill and a Sam Albury and other people you might be familiar with, and writing a lot about... Sexual identity and the gospel um, from a a consistent and faithful biblical and Christian ethic. So, this book is really about your identity in Christ as opposed to your identity as a, you know, in terms of sexual identity. So, gay, straight, however you define yourself, he essentially breaks that down and redefines identity in Christ as God intended. And then put sexuality in its proper place in that uh he's a professor at moody um, Mm. and is a really great guy i had a chance to meet him when i worked at moody and really really liked him so this is a book that i think it's i'm really thankful for books like this and like the ones that sam and wesley have done because they're kind of a a minority perspective in a conversation that sort of just sort of sweeps across everything and then I don't even think we recognize the pervasive sort of sexual ethic that we, that we live in. And so when these guys come with a different perspective that's distinctly biblical, it's, it's kind of—it kind of, uh, catches us off guard and is really beneficial. So the book is called Holy Sexuality and the Gospel, Sex, Desire, and, Relationship, and Relationships, Shaped by God's Grand Story. It's by Christopher Yuan. It just came out earlier this month from Waterbook Multnomah, and we appreciate their sponsorship as well.
0: Solid stuff, Piper. And uh, now it, now I realize why um, you guys were stonily silent when I when I indicated that I would do the thing that I usually do, which is to riff on a on an author's appearance. So um, I'm just <laughs> I'm not going to do that. So well, uh, this, he honestly, of all the authors we've riffed
2: on, he is probably the least notable. Dude,
0: right. He's he's, the least kind of persona-y. He
2: he looks like somebody you'd want to read a book from as opposed to somebody you'd want to do latte art. Let's put it that way.
0: Well, he looks like an an actual person as opposed to like a Nashville hipster dad. (laughs) That's right, a caricature of a person. Oh, Pipe, speaking of Nashville hipster dads, real quick. let's. So (laughs) our basketball team, Union's basketball team, played against uh, one of the Nashville schools, Trevecca Nazarene, that's from Nashville, right? they are. And, um... I was sitting in the stands watching one of my students' plays, our starting shooting guard phenomenal player. Um, and I was watching him, and it occurred to me that one of the Trevecca players' like dads was sitting right behind me. And I don't, I don't know if you're like this, Pipe. Probably not, because you're a better person than me, but... Uh, whenever, our, whenever our basketball team is playing another team, I usually pick like a nemesis on the other team. And it's usually the guy with too many like shooting sleeves and tights and you know just too many accoutrements that don't match the quality of his game and uh Treve- had one of these players and that guy's dad was sitting right behind me and if you were to cast like affluent Nashville hipster dad like right out of central casting this guy he had like the the shop class goggles he had the rich guy haircut um he had a pea coat on but the pea coat was made out of leather um
2: and, and the real and I can tell listeners, it has not been peacoat weather in Nashville for the last couple of weeks. It's been, you know, it's been maybe like Ronnie's Levi denim jacket
0: weather, not not peacoat weather. Well, and what's more, Pipe, I can, I can tell you further that it wasn't peacoat weather in our gym in that it was like <laughs> 88 degrees in our gym, uh, but this guy was committed to the peacoat. He was so committed to the aesthetic of being the Nashville hipster dad that like, even though everybody else was in like shirt sleeves, this guy was not shedding the peacoat, not in a million years. But uh, yeah, and, and he was kind of an obnoxious basketball dad too. Ted, so,
2: Ted, have you ever tried to like maintain an aesthetic when it's not weather appropriate? Have you ever have you ever gone to <sighs> yeah. those lengths? Because I've tried that like probably three days in my life, just enough to prove to me I really shouldn't do this. It's so uncomfortable. And I don't know how Ronnie does it. I don't know how you wear like yeah. seven jackets when it's 88 degrees.
0: When do I? No, I, do that? I mean. Tip of the knitted beanie to the hipster community, Ron, because I, I'm with you, Pipe. Like, I, I really can't do it. And I, I remember, baby, do you remember those summer residencies in Ashland where, yeah. you know, it'd be like 96 degrees. I'd be in shorts and a T-shirt and we'd roll we'd roll down to the drug mart to pick something up. And uh, and you'd, you'd be wearing like four jackets and a pair of jeans. And I'm just like, I don't know how this guy does it, but it's uh it's 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 good work. So, I mean, uh, it's just you know, it's just be, it's what being image conscious is.
1: That's you know? what but being the,
0: image conscious. But you
1: ignore like. you ignore the weather because you have something that's more uh, important and valuable to maintain. See, right?
0: You, I, you're I, saying I, to yourself, "I'm going to plant a church here in four years, so right. I need, these people need to look at me in a certain way."
2: Ronnie, I need I need the little I need a little guidance on this one though, because like I can mentally ignore weather. Like I go through. I mean, I live in I live in Tennessee. It's 107 degrees for half the year, and then it gets it's like gray for half the year and, in winter. And so I can I can block that stuff out and it doesn't really affect me but my body doesn't effectively block it out which means when it's 107 degrees i sweat like i don't even mm. i don't even i don't know what sweats a lot something that it's just disgusting i'm a disgusting mess when it's hot outside <laughs> so how does you, how do you get your body to deny the temperature that it actually is
0: baby have you I trained mean, your body not to sweat yeah, like this no, this, this, this no, feels, I this feels massive, like
1: this feels like no, buddhist massive, monk like zen craziness to me like, I mean, obviously, obviously Big T is exaggerating a little bit, but what I do is I buy cause I like wearing jackets. So what I do is I buy these very thin cottony kind of jackets to wear. it's the equivalent really of just wearing like a, like a button down shirt, but it, but it's a jacket, right? So it has the appearance of a jacket, but it's thin and it's not incredibly hot. So I have a whole like closet full of jackets like that so that I can keep up my jacket appearance. I can keep up my jacket image right mm-hmm.
2: so they're like they're like breathable and lightweight yeah totally so
1: people look at you and they go oh my gosh how can you wear a jacket and i'm looking at them going yeah but like that that button down that you're wearing with the t-shirt underneath is like hotter than what i'm wearing right now
2: yeah mm-hmm. yeah i you you may need to yeah, like i know i've stumped you i know that stumped you guys. you may you may need to send me links to these jackets cuz i feel like when i run across jackets they're very like jackety
1: not yeah, I not don't get, like long sleeve shirty. jackets jacket. so that's kind of where i that's where that like my still my my pre-Ohio, my California days are still coming to like kind of kind of hurt me a little bit because mm-hmm. at back like out there, nobody buys like jackets with lining. You get all these thin jackets just so like you you wear them when it like dips down into like the, the high 60s. Right. And so I still have like a closet full of those kinds of jackets to where they're they don't provide any sense of like warmth, but they're not incredibly hot. So you can just kind of they're like all weather jackets kind of a thing. And so my problem is, is, like I'm I'm walking around uh, freezing all the time, like in this weather. I'm literally mm-hmm. just cold all the time because I still don't I don't you know I haven't popped out you know two or three thousand dollars for like that North Face that I still need,
0: you know. <laughs> Baby, yeah. just go by the Wheaton College Lost and Found toward the end of the school year, and you can you can probably find That's that right. nice. You can get like three thousand like dollar North an Face, an
1: Arc'teryx
2: vest, a Patagonia jacket, and then like a North Face shell to put over it, and you can you can go scale the heights of K two or whatever the highest mountain is these days.
0: Yeah, you can camp on the side of Mount Everest. So you basically, like freeze to death. Off it.
1: Take an eight hour trip to Chicago.
0: Go to Wheaton. Maybe it's find traveling. You love time. this. You find a conference there. There's probably I can't, a it's gathering. December, of I don't gun. do.
1: What am I supposed to do right now, baby? No, I no, don't go, travel. Go,
0: go like January sixth. And be,
2: here's the thing. That's between semesters too. So that's right when they're clearing out all the junk out of the dorms too. Like that's that is prime like scrounge from the rich kids time,
1: guys. Maybe you guys could meet me there and we could have a little powwow at Wheaton together. That we sounds could have like live a, at Wheaton. That sounds like live a real blast.
0: Yeah, right. yeah, it does. it does. Live in
1: Chicago. That sounds call it a conference. good. To yeah, you know, help just, with my post Christmas depression a little
0: bit, I have a I have a I have a question related to the conference schedule. Just kind of evangelicalism wide, do they all shut it down for December? Is there a sense of like because I know pipe, I know Christian publishing basically nothing at all gets done between like right now and the middle of January because everybody just like taps out for the holidays and and if like you got something in the hopper, it's not getting done. Is, is the conference circuit the same way, Ron? In the sense that like you know, you're stir crazy at the house. You want to be out. You want to be on an airplane traveling to a conf and there's just nothing like you can't even find like a, th- a third tier conf in <laughs> December.
1: <laughs> yeah. Even a third tier. So the last one I went to in December and I broke my rule, I did mm-hmm. a little traveling to Michigan. This was back when Katie, Y, you know, was in, it was still in Michigan. And oh,
0: uh, he would do they, that thing in the, in the height of winter. Yeah, they did the, uh, they did the Sola conference yeah. in
1: 2013. It was him and, him and a guy named Noel Heikinen did it together and uh again it was just yeah, like a resident hipster there conference. in the
0: Lansing area. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh so
1: yeah, so I went to that one. It was like early December. This was like five years ago.
0: Lovely time in the
1: Lansing Oh, it was lovely. Just beautiful. I think it was, you know, it was Fifteen twenty 15 20 degrees it was beautiful mm,
2: mm, absolutely and all of all of your little shell jackets just didn't hold up at all it
1: was a, it was no, a no, I you put on all I, the shell froze, jackets at once i froze for 3 days actually baby remember i stayed at your house that was the time i, I stayed I do at remember house. i think you guys Did, were in uh, France
0: didn't we uh, oh you stayed at our house because we were in France that's right i was going to say yeah. there was another time you stayed at the house where didn't we take a meeting with zondervan yeah, that you was the Zondo
1: Grand Rapids meeting. That's a whole other thing, right?
0: Dude, yeah, the Zondo Grand Rapids meeting. And Full that up. went
1: really well because we currently have zero books out together. Well, that's right. We feel,
0: thought it went well. And then feel free to make
2: fun of Zondervan for two reasons. One, they're a rival of my publishing company. And two, nobody who worked there three years ago still works there. So, I mean, they turn yeah. over employees like every six weeks. They're basically, a, they just they just
0: churn through. So, I feel like they put out a lot of hot garbage too. I don't, I don't see any reason why we shouldn't make fun of Zondervan. I
2: mean, point. I can't speak to the quality of their books per se but i'm not gonna argue with you
0: yeah well there you go man wow yeah um yeah i would i would would not mind making fun of zondervan because yeah the worst experience i've ever had in publishing was was on one of their projects so um well another story for another day boys but we have uh we have lots of things holiday related and otherwise to uh to speak about uh on this episode and and ron you sent something uh something that was intriguing Yeah. yeah um you're kind of our resident Chris, Christmas expert, um, and, and I think you love this holiday more than uh, more than most people, and definitely more than me. Including, and Piper, including Santa Claus and all his elves. <laughs> Santa Claus and all his elves, absolutely. Santa Claus's jacket game is strong too, by the way, because like you never see that guy without a jacket either. Uh, you know, and
1: his but his is lined. His is not
0: thin. Can we just his clarify is lined? That? It's very thick. Yeah, yes. yeah, very very thick. It adds but, like
1: twenty pounds on him, and I I don't like that.
0: I don't. Need no, that. you can't have that. Now, if, if there was a hipster, I feel like there needs to be, like, Hipster Santa. And he's delivering, like, you know, kombucha down the—you know, you leave a little kombucha and some kale out for him instead of cookies and milk. Yeah. Um, and he'd actually except, be skinny enough to fit down a chimney without magic, He'd be skinny. He could, you could fit three Hipster Santas down a chimney. That'd be phenomenal. What, yeah, what yeah, kind of offended. animals I would actually, pull like his things. sleigh?
2: Because that doesn't seem very humane. And I feel like hipsters would be very anti-animals pulling slaves. You, you know
0: what you know what Hipster Santa would do? He would pull a sleigh full of animals. That's how <laughs> that's how that's how kind hearted and and, and and egalitarian he is. It's, animals a, in the sleigh. it's a
2: sleigh full of it's a sleigh full of rescued puppies and kittens a, who are just like mangy and disgusting, but he loves them nonetheless.
0: Yeah. He put rescue puppies in the in the sleigh and he would he would pull the sleigh and call it CrossFit, and then he'd update his Facebook about how much he's pulling. It's like know. when
1: he saves all the toys from the land of misfit toys, he let them sort of take over the he, he he let them sort of take over all the other all the other duties that he was going to have to. Accomplish. Dude, right?
0: It was a flat structure. He was like, "Who am I to lead this thing?" You know, we're all teachers and we're all students. So
1: he's very I, egalitarian.
0: Our Santa Claus. I like hipster Santa. I like it. This is a. I think I think there. Santa is
1: not in You guys. I just want to. I want to lay that out for our. For the for our for the multitudes, man, he is not complimentarian. I mean well, Mrs. Claus. Are you, are
2: you she, sure? Because Mrs. Claus never makes an appearance everywhere. She 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 has she leaves the strong impression of being a distinct hey, hey, homebody, not whether not or not she or wants to be. What did I say? You said he's not did you say he's not egalitarian or he's not complimentarian?
1: No, I was gonna say I don't think he's egalitarian. I mean he's strictly complimentar. Okay, right? I, so, I'm.
2: You may have said that, and I may have totally
1: misunderstood. No, man, I, I think I screwed up. But no, I think I mean you're looking at a guy that is not having any of these new school egalitarian shenanigans.
0: Mm. Yeah, and you're right. And you know, hipster, hipster Santa though would need to roll a little egalitarian hipster well, Santa. Hip, you know what? Hipster Santa's hipster Santa
1: having do? having Mrs. Santa just do the whole run.
0: Hipster you know, Santa would say he would he would claim feminism as part of his persona shaping. Like Baby, I'm a feminist. Like stay at
1: home Santa is like stay-at-home Santa. He stays favorite. at home
0: with the elves while while She's Mrs. Claus makes the, the run gifts, for man. kale. She's
1: delivering all the gifts.
2: That's right. That's right. Let's be honest. Yeah. He no, is. empowering it. her to do all of the work while he stays at home and, and cleans up after all the toy making.
1: Dude, oh, pipe, somebody, you know, you know.
0: I have an idea. Do you think we could get Megan Tennant to draw Ron as hipster Santa? Well, I believe you just made
2: the pitch, and I'm going to go ahead and guess that within. I mean, it is holiday season, so you it know, is. schedule. You know, if she's if she considers herself part of the publishing industry, we'll see this drawing in February.
1: Oh, guys, I just clicked on Twitter; it's up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. But Megan, not Not to, not she to is, load you up she with is more work. She's quick
2: on the draw with these creative things. So yes, I want to see. I want to see
1: hipster Ron Santa. That I would, would love be to incredible. be hipster Santa, and I would love Jared C. Wilson to be one of my elves. Is that too much to ask for the holiday <laughs> season?
0: Oh, I love it! I love hey,
1: Jared it. C. I hope that. I mean, I'm I, I'm with you. You're with us. I, I would mm-hmm. like to see that.
0: Jared C. is a friend of the program. Absolutely, personally. but uh, I, I would still like to see it. And and gosh, man, I mean, you you've got you've got the creative juices flowing now, Ron. Like if oh, if happening. we did if we did hipster Ron Santa and a whole passel of elves, like man, that sounds like, so much like Ron Santo. That just made me happy. <laughs> I know, I know. that That's so good, man. And that's a sports that's so reference
2: good. that I think Ron actually gets, too. Yeah, because Ron was low-key,
0: like, 80s baseball fan, guys. Yeah, so
1: no, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, guys, I'm following along for once. Everything's beautiful right now. Yeah, Everything's, everything's
0: beautiful. beautiful. Nothing hurts. It's awesome. Dude, but if, if we were to do, if, and by we, I mean Megan Tennant, because I can't draw. But if we, if we were to do a drawing of, of hipster Santa Ron... With my elves... With with a passel of elves, I think I feel like Brett McCracken would have to be one.
1: I would he, love Owen Stracken to be one. Owen Stracken
0: could be. You could just um, draw him. Yeah, I was going to say draw him life size. Um, yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want Katie Y to be my
0: prancer. Okay. Yeah, he's very prancery. Yeah, very. Pr- I could. When speak I think of
1: prancer, I, I immediately go to Kevin.
0: As a as a close personal friend of Katie Y, I can I can vouch for that. But uh, yeah, no, this is a. Uh, who is, this can who is Rudolph? Good.
2: Who's Rudolph the Rednosed uh, Reindeer for hipster Ron Santa? Gosh, man, that's a that's a, like, a Da who, Carson who saves Christmas for Ron. That's the question.
0: Oh boy, Ooh, interesting. yeah,
1: Inter- whoever
0: schedules a good conference in December. So we gotta we gotta figure out who that is. Maybe Somebody we'll, maybe can we'll get...
1: throw Neil Noel hiking in, man. Since he, so, his first name is Noel.
0: Or is it Noel? <laughs> that's I never know that's, how to pronounce that's, that's that.
1: Very, so.
2: It's Noel. It's very festive. I mean, it's it's just missing an umlaut, or it would be Noel. Also, um, he's a hooter, I mean, yeah, so yeah, he would
0: fit with with the I'm aesthetic. I
2: mean, there there is the cross conference, which is it's like a missions oh, conference cool. aimed at college students. That's always like late December. It falls between Christmas and New Year's. There's Pat. Oh, you know who it is? It's true. Louis. Louis is Rudolph because. Gig. Because yes. passion is always like just after the holidays. So it's right when Ron is at his most depressed because Christmas is gone, January yeah. and winter is coming, and and here is a conference brought to you by the little the little hipster middle aged man himself.
0: Dude, and I feel like the steroids have made Louis's face a little bit ruddy. So so his his nose is a bit red. Um <laughs> so I I think this works well. This is fabulous. Um, so Louis Giglio saves Christmas for Ron, saves uh, post Christmas depression, and uh, and now and now we have our picture pipe. We have our we have our uh, Ru- Santa Ron Rudolph, Santa Rudolph Giglio to the rescue. Rudolph Giglio, Rudolph Giglio, that
1: has, actually has nice, a nice nice phrasing to it. I like that pipe. It's
0: good. Yeah, if if any of us were going to have more kids, we could we could call the next one Rudolph Giglio, but uh, Rudolph you know, Giglio Cluck. It Rudolph Giglio, it, it really it. rolls off the tongue. You know. <laughs>
1: Giglio Piper. It has a great ring to it.
0: I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, boys, speaking of, uh, speaking of all things Christmas, um, Ron, you did text us something intriguing, and it was uh, the fact that people are putting up their Christmas decorations earlier and earlier, and you feel like this is, um, rather than being a joyful and festive moment, this is a competitive moment. So uh, I want you to suss out, Kind of the headspace you were in when uh, when you sent that along to Piper and myself.
1: It just struck me. So, you know, like when you're you're like you keep seeing all this stuff on social media and I feel like it keeps ramping up like more deeply every year where everybody's almost like trying to prove that they're more Christmassy because, you know, on October 7th, they've already started decorating and aren't, you know, Mm -hmm. and aren't I. And I know I'm crazy. It's Mm. that vibe, right? Because I'm putting up all my Christmas stuff this early kind of saying like, no, there's nobody that loves the holidays more than me. And there's sort of this almost like just bizarro, you know, sort of like obsessiveness to it. Whereas, yeah. you know, nobody loves Christmas more than me, but it has to be in its right. You know, it needs to be in the in the proper time, in the right season. Sure. And um, so it's just this strange thing where I, it feels like every year it's almost becoming this culture unto itself where everybody's like, I don't care. We're just putting out the tree. I know it's September 10th. We're just mm-hmm. doing it. And so yeah. it kind of made me start to think about it a little more seriously and deeply. I'm wondering that just given kind of the state of where we're at in the country and with politics and all these types of things, it's almost a way to me that people are actually able to have something that they can assume some level of control over. And because the holidays represents, you know, kind of a just a, you know, a, a lightheartedness and good times and celebratory and all of that. People are able to sort of say, hey, I need that right now, and I'm going to adopt that as soon as I can. And that's how I'm going to, you know, kind of set up my life, you know, because I can. I don't have to wait till December 15th or the day after Thanksgiving. I can do it now. But because we have social media now that can show everybody doing it, it mm-hmm. almost looks like it's become this, like I'm going to out Christmas you, I'm going to out Chevy chase you because I'm mm-hmm. going to be obsessive about it earlier than you. And it just struck me that it just starts feeling like, like it starts feeling disingenuous after a while in some strange way. And I'm probably overthinking it, but it just, that was the reason for the text.
2: But what would Christmas be without Ron overthinking it a little bit? (laughs) That's right. I mean, I feel like if anybody's going to overthink, I mean, you are to Christmas what Brett McCracken is to
0: movies. Let's be honest. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Can we get a Christmas think piece from Ron? This would be good. I feel like this is what, this is what we're building toward. And, and the, it has to get published on GECO or it doesn't count.
1: Well, TGC doesn't – didn't we already go through that? They don't publish my articles.
0: <laughs> Baby, no, that, we got because, it. Up. That's because you're trying to do stuff that's like, hey,
2: church planters, here's how to help your soul. And like what, whatever, that's boring. But if you're like, here's how to find <laughs> Jesus in the latest Terry Malick film, they're in. So if you can do sort of a like Christmas creep and gaining control of our crazy lives – yeah, yeah, a kind you, of
1: arrogant a
0: academic take or wait a minute Christmas.
1: or have about no. And that's true. That's another thing I want to talk about. But, yeah. no, almost like kind of going back to the Chevy Chase thing and saying, no, 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 this is actually what came true. Chevy Chase was a picture of future Christmasing, which is just mm. a super like just super compulsive, obsessive Christmasing. So, yeah, yeah. I can do it like that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's that's there perfect. I
2: mean, if you yeah, if you can bring in like a way out of date cultural reference, make mm. it a, a a like a self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy and then make people feel low grade guilty for their celebrations today. Absolutely, you're, you're, you're nailing like every every That's point. That's their wheelhouse.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, I you can I feel like wrong. you'll you'll have to acknowledge about that movie. And th- and this touches on another topic that we don't have to fully transition into now. But about Christmas vacation, if you're if you're going to really go full on smug TGC academic. You've got to acknowledge. Well, there are a few things in the movie, you know, that I that I don't that I don't really affirm. It's a little Uh, bit off color. It's uh, it's a little bit off color. There's There's just a few things. Yeah, some there's quote some content. I love that. that's my favorite. There's some content. You know, um, it's well acted, well produced, albeit. But um, but yeah, you know your way around this (laughs) language, Big R. Uh, So this needs to happen. We we need to get this published soon. And it's going to be a Christmas miracle for Big R to actually finally fulfill that dream of getting published on TGC. So, um, the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, keep us posted about that baby. But you, you wanted to say something else about like arrogant academic Christmas, did you not?
1: No, I just you know what I was gonna what I was gonna say, and I, again I, I don't know how people are gonna take <laughs> people are gonna take this
2: mm-hmm. um, because that's a great concern of ours.
1: Yeah, it isn't. <laughs> um, I don't. Uh, reading all of the recent like tgc articles i i just like i don't i don't think very academically i i just don't think i'm smart enough for tgc anymore
0: baby listen I, to me whoa, you don't have to whoa
1: know, i don't know yeah. uh, no, i think that's what's going on because look i don't i don't i'm not a movie reviewer i don't um i don't oh, i'm not getting into like technicalities <laughs> with like with a lot of like social justice issues and that really is kind of the flavor of tgc right now and i'm just thinking like Dude, I'm just this plain old Joe, small town pastor. You know, oh, yeah. out on the road most of the time, and I don't think I don't think I have what it takes to like deliver the goods that they're looking for these days.
0: Uh,
1: you know, I don't know Piper, what to say.
0: I don't. Know I, what say. I have some things, Piper. Would you speak some wisdom to to our co-host? <laughs> you, you have you okay. have some content you want to say? There's some I have things. Some, I, have, I have a little bit of content. Yeah, but but I, I want to give you the floor right now. Okay. So speak so, some,
2: Let me let me preface it by saying this. I spent the entirety of last week in Denver, Colorado at a theological conference, which is everything you would expect from the name theological conference. Was Ron there? Ron was not there because Ron does not think he is smart enough to navigate these waters. But let me tell you Uh something about academic waters. Mm -hmm. Um, It's mostly posturing.
0: Yes. I mean, you, you know why? You know why, Piper? It's because all academics are wildly insecure. Correct. No doubt. Wildly it is, no doubt. insecure. It is a massive faci- – like,
2: here's the thing. The brilliant ones don't come off as brilliant. They come mm-hmm. off as relatable because they're like, oh, I know I'm the smartest guy in this conversation. I don't need to prove anything.
1: Yeah, a.k.a. Tim Keller.
2: Yeah, Keller, right. like Ray Orland, like my right. dad. I mean, th- these are the guys who, who are – they're, they, they're next-level brilliant and they yeah. don't need to prove a thing to anybody. But the guys who are trying like they're the ones who are pulling for like the you know you you've always read this biblical text this way but let me tell you what it really means. No, those guys are are insecure and maybe semi-psychotic because yeah. they're they're just like manically trying to prove their intellect. And then you roll that into societal things and movie viewing and whatever else and you're like, "Oh, you it's,
1: it's the exact same Dude, no, 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 no. Listen, attached let clarify. To culture. Let me clarify. I, clarify. I I agree with everything TGC is, but like I like the content. I like the direction they're going.
0: It's not that at all. <laughs> this like, is I politic, d- Ron. I love it. No, it's not. I, I yeah. dig it all. I this is Ron
2: still trying to leave the door open to get published by them, where to, Ted and I, I both like say, it. we've slammed the door and sailed
1: away on that one. No, I'm For like sure. old school TGC, where I just write articles on how to help pastors. Like, mm. it, so I, I like all that. I like what they're doing now but like i don't I, they're just not they're not that's not really a road they're like they're walking down right now so i think i think for me i can write a christmas article but unless it's like unless it's like breaking down like the way christmas you know really was and how like we have all these new facts and findings on really what the first christmas is like <laughs> and all that like i don't i don't know that they're going to are they going to print it Baby, listen i don't to do me. research i don't like research i don't do that i don't like that that's not a maybe I have an elegant
0: solution are you are you ready yeah throw it up um out. I, I work at a university, okay? So I live in the world of smug, pompous people who are smug and pompous for absolutely no reason. And the 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 elegant solution here is just that you, you have to make it sound a certain way. Like you don't have to be that person at all. So I, what I'm suggesting is you write your Christmas essay, um, send it to Barnabas and myself, um, and we will infuse smugness and pomposity into it <laughs> such that it will have, it will have a shot um, at getting published in, in, the, in the current iteration of TGC. Well, and,
2: and, Ron, here's the thing. You can probably find a way to do that yourself. The basic rule is you take everything a good editor has ever told you about making things succinct, making them clear, serving the reader well, and you ignore <laughs> all of them. Throw it out the window and yeah, use absolutely. use as many multi words as you can. String together adjectives and adverbs in a mishmash, and then yeah. and then drop in a lot of filler words like wherefores and hithertoes and things like that. and And just, you don't even have to know where they fit in. Just like throw them on your page, and and you're like seventy five percent of the way towards a proper academic
1: article guys i think i think you're misunderstanding i i I get all that i just have no
0: interest here's another here's another
2: motivation motivation is an issue here i get that but i just mean in terms of capability you can find it in yourself to do this maybe i could if i
1: wanted to try to
0: be smart a little pep talk okay how badly do you want that article on tgc i mean think of the thrill think of how your life is going to (laughs) change think of your byline yeah, when you, when you wake up in the morning and you, you click your phone open and, and you see a TGC article by, by Ron Martin, I mean, you, you're not going to walk around in the same way. You're going to float from – and not just because of the diet that you're on and you're going to weigh negative four pounds. You're going you're gonna to literally float from room to room because of the the, the, the pride uh, of being in that very small fraternity. Because they uh, printed
1: that Christmas article? Yeah. Well,
0: they, what does the J that, and Ronald J. Martin
2: stand for?
1: What's well, your it's, name? It's Christmassy. It's Joseph.
2: Oh, so <laughs> actually, you wouldn't be Ronald J. Martin or Ronnie Martin. You would be R Joseph Martin.
0: Yeah. That's R my, that's Joseph That would be your byline on
2: TGC. You you know, throw yeah. in as many as many hithertos, wherefores, wherebys, and and then R Joseph Martin as published on TGC, mm-hmm. and your life will never be the
0: same. Here's another concrete suggestion. Use 100 words where 10 would suffice. <laughs> okay, so if you've written something in a succinct way, just just uh, just copy it. and
1: paste the whole thing and repeat
0: it so it gets well, up. to... No, if if you feel like you've made your percent. point, then keep you need making to it. then make it. Over yeah, he's and over. gonna
2: say make it again, make it from a different angle, re- keep making it, or just add a bunch of words as to obscure it. Like the the yeah. point cannot be obvious; it has to be. Genuine work for the reader so that they too can feel a great sense of sort of intellectual uh, arrogance at finding the point of said article.
1: Guys, maybe I should try to go for having, I don't know, wait for it, nine points.
2: Mm. Mm. Why do nine when 18 will do? <laughs> okay. Why do 18 when 30,
1: <laughs> seriously? You know, we should write an article you know, with literally the most don't points. Under- no,
2: Jared already did that. He did a list of 125. Or 126 mm. because he counted wrong.
0: Um, so, boy, and I, I, I never can reflect on that enough. I mean, <laughs> no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't ever stop. Maybe we just on refer that. to you as 125 a lot. Well, that, that's how my family. That's how my wife refers to me now. She's like, you know what? I want to sleep with the 125th most influential man and reform them. And then you whisper under your breath,
1: 126th.
0: <laughs> I know exactly. Have hey, like, you I, make
1: the list? I don't remember. Pipe, you made the list, right? No, I didn't make the list. Oh, you didn't make the list? No.
2: Ted, Ted made the list because uh, because of the three of us. He's the one who co-authored a book that sold a lot of copies. Um, yeah. Neither of us made the list, run, which clearly – Clearly means Jared has not totally tapped into the influence of podcasts on the reformed world yet. But uh, you know, maybe he'll do a ten year anniversary, like a, a retrospective on that article, and maybe we'll make the list then. Or we'll be under his like guys I regret not having included. We're the we're the Pipe, next we're the you're next gonna make the list.
1: I will probably never make the list, Pipe. You're like he he just there must be you guys must have had some words the night before he wrote that article, Mac. <laughs>
0: Dude, you know what you know what uh you know what at Jared C. Wilson should do? And this would help his like profile as well he should just redo that list every week okay. and and you can track how you fluctuate how you're you're on it one week you're off it it's like the stock market you know what i mean what's well, like like, it's so like, like co- some, it's like some days you like move things. up to like you'd move
1: up the list ted like some weeks you'd be like eighty six.
0: Dude, right. Like if we yeah. do a good show, I might I might hop up to like eighty six. But make, if we do a bad show, I might be off. Yeah, yeah, we make fun of TGC
2: a little too much, like you're off the list, but then we then we come back with a, a hot and heavy Steven Furtick joke list and and you're <laughs> like you're like sixty-seven all of a sudden. I love it. Or like
1: you enter the list for the first time, Pipe. Like you just all of a sudden it's like, whoa where did pipe come from he's like debut appearance on the list yeah
2: and and not only yeah he he didn't come in at
1: 123
2: it was like a solid 117 he jumped he jumped like way up onto the list that's that's like a bill it's
1: like a billboard album chart it's like dude where did this come from yeah yeah
0: exactly exactly now jared if you're listening and i know you are you need to uh you need to do this just do one of these every week tell your uh tell your employer there that you need a little bit more time and um and, and just make this happen if you would so I, I think he has plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. I, why do you say that, baby? That's I controversial. That's I, a hot take, at all.
1: hot take run. Why it's do you not. think
0: he has plenty of time?
1: I mean I I think I think he has plenty of time to make a list once a week. It's, it's we're not asking for the we're not asking for another book. You know, we're asking for a list. Uh,
2: to be fair, he but, writes a book about once a week too. So clearly he's he's a fairly productive human being.
1: That's what I'm saying. I mean, he has a lot of capacity, Jared C does. There you go.
2: There you go. To, I I feel Maybe like you such were a slacker back. for how, it, it's already been like a year and a half since my last book released and I don't even have another one in the hopper just yet. I mean, what What's wrong with me? What are you even me? doing with your life? I don't, I don't know. know. I
1: don't know. Lazy. Ugh. Can we just call you Lazy Pipe? I yeah, mean, yeah. No, what are you doing? It, with it's
2: well-deserved. See, this is why I don't make the list. I don't publish enough books. Maybe exactly. that's what I need to do. I just need to... Or books. You know, gospel-centered podcasting. There we go. I think I can knock that one out by the end of the week, and then maybe I'll make the list. Dude,
0: we should I, do... We should do we a
1: revisit trip. the list. I forget the <laughs> – except for you, Big T, I forget who else was all – Maybe on the mine's list.
0: easy to remember because I'm right there at the bottom. Who was know?
1: number one again? Was it Spurgeon? I mean, who was number one?
0: Uh, it <sighs> I don't might, even know.
2: It was – my dad was in the top three. Driscoll but was in the top five. One, Tim Keller was in the top
1: five. But there see. were some shockers like, why is that guy number like 30, right? Wasn't it weird like that? Yeah. Yeah. Like we were all was stunned surprised. that like – that like some guy that we would have thought would have been top 10 was like number 29 or something.
2: Hold right? on here. I just found the list. <laughs> uh, oh, number one. I just found it. Oh, jo- wait. It's Johnny P. my mantle. That's right. That's right. I just found it tattooed on my leg. Your dad um, is.
1: Your dad was number one.
2: Johnny P. Number one. Matty Chan number wow. two. Timmy K. Number three. R.C. I think Sproul. Chandler
1: being number two. We were like, no, that's that doesn't feel accurate.
2: But but Jared did write 720 <laughs> words of caveats to start, so maybe he explains himself Fantastic. there. I too too long. Didn't read. Um, Keller's number three. Sproul, number four. Driscoll comes in hot at number five, just ahead of Driscoll Al Moller in the
0: top five. Yeah. Oh.
1: That's controversial. Well he is talking about like who had an influence. So that Justin that Taylor makes- at number
2: nine is a uh you know, that's that's like that's like the, the Central Florida being in competition for the national championship argument, Ted. That's Literally
0: just, what I yeah. just nonsense. Dude, is 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 JT still hot and heavy? Because he used to be the how we should think about everything guy, but I feel like he's kind of like dialed that. Well, back it's because he
2: was blogging before blogging was anything, so he you know he got in the door That's early. True. But the thing is, now he's one of the the primary decision makers at Crossway, which is like right. it's the reformed publisher, like they're the Gospel yeah. Coalition Publishing Company. So sure. you know he he pulls some. He's, strings. he's got he's more like behind the camera
0: kind of <laughs> influence at this point. But, uh, but he's still Tully, there. Tully and Chavijan at eleven is is a little rough. Um is that based on his bench press or uh or No, or it's based
2: on his his tan and his and his sideburns I think. Um quality of tan. Yeah. 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 Wayne Grudem at 16 or just working Groody. on it Let's see who are, who who stands out is like that just doesn't make sense. Every every gospel coalition employee is on this list, by the way. Ben pays at number twenty eight, <laughs> so Ben pays is like the business yeah, ben
0: behind. Ben pays is 28th? so he's. the, ex- I mean, no, he's no the executive director.
2: Business. I think is the name of gospel coalition, and uh, yeah, and you know, so he yeah. again, he's like he 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 is to the gospel coalition sort of what Justin Taylor is to Crossway. He's like the behind the scenes right. guy who makes a ton of stuff happen. So it's, right. it's hard to it's hard to measure that influence. Um, Dude, Keith, and, Chris, our, Keith our- and Kristen Getty are one person. That's, you know, oh, that's very complimentary. And number 37. Very
0: complimentarian. I take umbrage with that as a feminist. I mean, uh, come
2: on. Yeah, yeah. So, does, so does Hipster Santa. He thinks Kristen Getty should be a solid 35, whereas Keith should be down around 40, just to prove a point. Um, Absolutely. Ed Stetzer at 39. I don't even know if Ed wants to be called reformed because he's just, he's just anti-all
1: labels. But dude, I, okay, but having said that, that's a good example of a guy that should be higher and 39. I don't Stetzer's know. Stetzer's everywhere. Stetsy is everywhere, man. Really? Kind of. Huh. Huh. I mean, in terms of like has it is does has anybody not heard of Stetzer? I mean, that's in this camp. I mean, dude. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Derek Webb at 49. Man, there's yes, a lot that's of what
1: I'm talking There's about. a I lot of guys there.
2: on this list. You're like, I'm I mean, just for the sake of Dude, is there like an
0: apostate category? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is that
2: a thing? Yeah, like a, a, a apostate, I, you know,
0: I feel like apostate musicians, that should be its own genre. Yeah. You should be able to walk into the record store and find that.
2: Graham Goldsworthy at 56 seems like a bit of a stretch. Ted... I don't I, even know who that is. Exactly. I think what we're getting at here, Ted, is that you got hosed. Because there That's, are a number Ray of Ray people... should be higher. Joe Thorne at 68. Oh, come Pfft, on. Please. That's Old nice. Joey. One of Santa's yeah. elves himself. Exactly. Um, exactly. Anyway... Louis Giglio, Rudolph Giglio at 89, that seems way, way too low. I feel like he should be top 15. Mm. Yeah, Giglio? Giglio
1: I don't know Giglio is considered reformed,
2: man. Here's the thing. Giglio created passion. Passion created John Piper being famous. So Giglio is the kingmaker of this list.
0: Dude, he's the kingmaker. He should be top 10.
2: Yeah, he should at least be top 15 or 20. Jared C., revise your list weekly, fix these problems, and put Ted absolutely. higher. Absolutely. And if Ronnie absolutely. makes the list, um, he'll be happy forever and ever.
1: No, I'm, not I'm good, rest. man. I, I really do think you deserve the list, Pipe. I don't think I deserve the list. Seriously, I, I think maybe you deserve. You deserve it before me. There's no
0: doubt about that. Mm. Well, man, if he does this thing weekly,
2: job. we both have something to aspire to every single
0: week, Ron. Uh, That's, it, right. Week. That's right, every week. It's absolutely true. we need this. And uh, boy, <laughs> boys, <laughs> the other, the other time, <laughs> the other time of the year that it is, and uh, we need to wrap the show because we've gone, you know probably over time anyway. But uh, I, I don't know if you're like me, but I really look forward to these arrogant guys doing their blog posts about all the books that they've written, or not written, all the books oh, that they've right. read that's right. You this year. love this, don't you, Big T? You yeah, love all the it. books oh, I've yes. read. It's the, yeah.
2: it's the year in review, the, the best
0: books I read this year. I, oh, I yeah. forgot that was coming. Meaning all the books I read this year. Meaning one biography of, like, a World War II general <laughs> interspersed with, like, all kinds of deep dive theology, interspersed with one sort of (laughs) cultural memoir. You know, you're going to get a little bit of like, hey, I read the, you know, I just want to let you guys know, I read that Keith Richards biography and it it was, it really made me think, you know, in the midst of. It really made me think. It really made me think, you know, it really made me reflect.
1: (laughs) It really made me reflect on how a guy can just keep hammering his body, but still
0: lives on how many mirrors a guy can do coke off of you know <laughs> Well, yeah, well la- la- last year
2: was hillbilly elegy like that was, oh, that, was the, that was the that was the cultural hit. memoir of the year and Absolutely. and it was okay. it was
0: everybody needs to check this out
2: and and it was the the take on it was i mean granted i loved it i thought it was a fantastic book but the take on it was it helps me understand trump voters more or less
0: Oh, nice! Yeah, you know, one
2: one of what I really wanted to say to these these guys writing these was, you know, if you wanted to know Trump voters, why don't you go interview eighty percent of your congregation, and yeah. uh, and but instead they read a book by a guy they've never met, and you know, and called it thought provoking.
0: Dude, that's the reformed way, though. I mean, yes, you got, that's true. You got to why to, why, why have a, a conversation
2: when you can read a book?
0: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I look forward to those. We should we could probably do a whole episode on like. End of the year reading lists, and uh, just kind of deconstruct a few of these, maybe in a future app. But uh, boys, we have uh, we have done what we often do on this program, uh, in that we really have wandered to and fro throughout these topics, in that we didn't really even hardly get to these topics today, but uh, we got to other topics, other thought provoking things, other good radio. And until next time, Rachel the Held Evans. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go
2: to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast.
1: This, this is my skyship dreamer. My cargo is stories, and our destination dreams. With Abide Sleep Stories for Kids, you can help your children fall asleep fast and learn about God. To find these kids' bedtime stories, go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Stories for Kids. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.